Hey there to everyone on the other side of the microphone. Welcome to I'll Think to That, the podcast toast to overthinkers. I'm your host, Sarah Neely, and I invite anyone who has thoughts to think to join me in celebrating the musings of our minds. Move over, Metaverse, and welcome to Metacast. Today, I'm toasting my love affair with podcasts on my very own podcast. I'd like to start today's episode by giving some background about myself and the way in which these things about me have sparked such a deep-seated interest in podcasts specifically. So in high school, I really developed a love for TED Talks. And it didn't matter really what the talks were on specifically. Um, I just loved to find the newest, most clickbaity or interesting one and then hop on the treadmill for a few minutes and just watch. Um, Of course, this probably wouldn't be surprising to those of you who know me to be the self-proclaimed nerd that I am, Um, but yes, loved TED Talks in high school. In fact, I kind of started to joke at one point that I'd love to become a professional TED talker, as if that's a thing, but I guess in my mind at that time, I was going to make it a thing. Um, So that part, uh, that love of speaking, of telling stories, of sharing perspective, that really developed in high school, I would say. And as well, I have a very interesting history with writing. Um, It was a love-hate relationship at first in middle school. I had a teacher who was ultimately a blessing in disguise, I will say, because inevitably she pushed me to become or try to become the very the very best writer that I could be. Um, and why that's important is because I really feel like podcasts are almost spoken essays. Each episode is you know, laid out in a very similar manner. You have your introduction, you fill it in with the details of your points, of your message, and then sometimes you do a fun little wrap-up. And of course, essays don't have a nice jingle and music background to them, so they're not maybe as interesting on paper, but podcasts are really like bringing an essay to life. Um, And I, I think that just really speaks to maybe why my love of writing has also made me very much appreciate podcasts. Um, Even as I've started to record my own, I find myself writing ideas and points and messages throughout my notebook, my notes app. I'll uh, just write it anywhere that I can. And it's really brought me back to the middle of high school when we were turning out an essay a week, we would have our research papers. And it's been enjoyable 
to revisit writing in a new way. So I think that that's where I wanted to start because understanding that, yes, I am truthfully a nerd, but I also have a very deep appreciation for writing, speaking, self-expression, storytelling, and the like. And I think that podcasts do all of those things. I'd be remiss if I didn't give a shout out to the four podcasts that I've been binging most recently, which are Dr. Brene Brown's Unlocking Us, Glennon Doyle's We Can Do Hard Things, Dr. Nicole LaPera's Self Healer's Soundboard, and also my wonderful cousins, Higher Vibrations and Self Love. Those have been on the top of my Spotify for the past three, four weeks, listen to them every day, multiple times a day. Um, And what I really love about these podcasts in particular, but I think in many podcasts, most podcasts as a whole, is that it's such a great and accessible learning experience. I mean, really. These folks who I mentioned... And any podcaster takes however much time out of the week, usually brings a weekly episode, and essentially teaches. Teaches a free lesson that you can go to at any moment. Log into a free streaming account and learn. And what I think is so great about that is that podcasts are also very expansive. There is a podcast for just about any topic, hobby, belief, conversation, ideology, anything. And so really, you know, in exploring podcasts, nobody is going to be left out of the loop. If you have an interest, there will be a podcast that speaks on that interest. If you want to get into something, if you are developing a new interest, if you want to learn about a new area, there is a podcast who will meet that need for you. So I think this whole idea of the learning experience that we can get from podcasts, even though many of us, I would say, listen to podcasts casually, in the background even, maybe when we're walking, maybe when we're in the grocery store, um, at any moment or time, you know, we will listen to our podcast, but I think that that sometimes makes us forget that in turn, we are also learning, that we are also developing something just from simply tuning in and listening. So that I think is my first appreciation note about podcasts is the wealth of information that they provide. As I mentioned before, how many podcasts are available at this given moment, how varied they are, how many topics are covered. Um, I think that this is an underrated and maybe overlooked point. And maybe because it rings so personal to me 
this is why I noticed this, but I really feel as though podcasts are the remedy for loneliness. Not maybe entirely, but what I mean by that is, you know, no matter what type of podcast you are listening to, whose voice you want to hear at 8 a.m. every morning or whose voice you maybe want to fall asleep to every night. Like I said, there is a podcast for every need and interest, anything you want to know more about, anything you are already interested in. And what's great about that is podcasts often come with their sort of personal community. The podcast that I've been listening to most recently, especially with the self-healer soundboard and we can do hard things, Glennon and Dr. LaPera always usually start the podcast with mentioning their so say community. And what I think is great about this emphasis within some podcasts on the community that's developing around these shows, um, around their bodies of work even, is that because I said in the beginning how accessible they are, I really feel as though it can help remedy, I think, the pervasive loneliness that exists within our culture sometimes. Um, I think sometimes we feel ostracized or even just alone in the interest we have or just where we're at personally. I think it might be hard for us sometimes to find people we connect with on these topics or in these areas of interest. And podcasts are an easy way to find at least one, two, three people, however many are hosting that show in particular, as an automatic ally in that interest, as an automatic point of connection. These people who are hosting the podcast are speaking to something that matters to you. And you feel as though you are connecting to them. And then as I've brought up this community, once you follow this podcast, once you maybe find other folks who are following this podcast, you really get plugged in in a way that I think is not very traditional and maybe not commonly thought about. But it's very unique. And I think what is also cool is that once a podcast has been established and a community starts to be built around this, is that it kind of becomes consistent. And it's, you know, can be a go-to thing. Because every week, you're going to have a new episode. Of course, except for when they take breaks. But, you know, every week you get a new episode to look forward to. And it's almost when um, growing up, we would have premiere television because not everything was on streaming services and you would have to wait for the next episode of a certain season to come out. And then the next day at school, you and all your friends would discuss what happened. And not that many people do this over podcasts, at least that hasn't been my experience yet. 
However, I just think that that is awesome that podcasts have the power and ability to do that, especially since podcasts can be more far-reaching in that a TV show's great, but a podcast can speak to any simple, small desire that you have in your life. You know, if you're really into knitting or you're really into pickleball or just different things there is someone speaking to your interest and so I just really love this idea of community that podcast can bring even though it is personal to the listener typically I think most people listen to their podcasts alone not in a community setting. I think it's very interesting how it can develop a community out of that. I also want to revisit the idea of accessibility that I brought up. So when I was saying that podcasts are accessible, What I was saying is that it's easy for listeners to access it and that you can usually create a a free streaming account of some sort. I go through Spotify and I know um, pretty much all podcasts are streamed through there. So it's easy for me as a listener to access, but also this idea that podcasts offer accessibility in another way in that... Creating a podcast is also free. Developing a show, a concept, recording episodes, the only main resource that you need is yourself, your time, and of course some sort of device, whether it be a computer, a phone, a tablet, which may not be completely accessible. Um... Outside of that one piece of technology, it is, ra- it is rather accessible compared to other things. And why I'm bringing this up and why I think that's important and interesting to consider is that I believe there are plenty of people with important things, messages, perspectives to discuss, to bring forth, to offer up. And I think that it's really cool that podcasting can make that available to a wider group of people than other platforms might. I think the second point of accessibility as well is that, yes, it is relatively free outside of the one piece of equipment that you would need to record, it reduces or completely gets rid of the need for a person or an individual to need any type of formal training, formal expertise, or anything else of that nature that they may not have been able to obtain in order to develop a show, to put together a concept and then put it out onto these streaming services. Um... And while I appreciate 
the expertise and knowledge that does come with certain podcasts, as I've mentioned, um, such as Dr. Brene Brown's podcast, which is phenomenal. And she's been a researcher for many years. Extensive, extensive knowledge and study behind her podcast. And I appreciate it immensely. That is not a prerequisite to recording a podcast, to developing a show. And, of course, it would come down to the individual um, nature of each show, what that looks like. But I think that that is, can be a comforting point of knowledge there that would maybe entice or encourage people who feel that they have something to say that is also worth hearing or sharing you do not need any type of formal training, formal education, anything of that sort in order to record it, say it, and then play it for the entire streaming service, the entire world, however many people are going to end up hearing it. So I think that's a good second point to accessibility that sometimes people's voices may not be amplified or heard because they couldn't be put in the right rooms or the right situations or maybe they didn't have the right resources to be able to extend themselves into the places they needed to be in order to get some sort of recognition or just simply to be heard. And I think that podcasting is a more direct, straight-to-the-point route that cuts out some of those barriers that would otherwise exist. I'd just like to wrap up today's episode by, one, expressing my gratitude for the opportunity that podcasting has given me. As I mentioned in my glory days of high school, I had those lofty ambition, that lofty ambition of being a professional TED talker um, and really cultivating a love for writing. And I feel that even though this is not exactly either of those, it has given me an unexpected opportunity to live out a revised version of those two dreams. So that is my first area of gratitude. I would say my second area of gratitude is definitely a big one and, and one maybe people don't consider as often, like I mentioned, is that it really instills a sense of belonging even and community when you find writers, authors, professional researchers, doctors, anyone of the sort who speak to that one very niche area that you like, that you just can't find anyone else to discuss it with, um, that definitely, I, I think that is an underrated appreciation for podcasts that you will never truly be alone in your interest because someone will always have something to say on the matter and you can always join them by listening and supporting 
and really joining the community that they develop out of that. And lastly, my another appreciation because all of these things are places of gratitude for podcasts is how I mentioned this idea of accessibility. Of course, I find it um, a personal matter too because it was very easy for me to have this avenue and channel and to reach out to it and explore it in this way. And I am grateful in knowing that others could also do the same if they desired to. That it's a few clicks, recordings, and replays away from becoming a reality. So podcasts will definitely always hold a special place in my heart. 